www.ArtsAndCrafts.com. Business inspiration for architects, engineers, and contractors. Hello and welcome to another episode of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arni Heiskanen. This morning I attended a seminar on the future of offices and workplaces. The seminar was arranged by SRV, a Finnish contractor. One of the uh, interesting presentations was titled Office Design to Foster Innovation and Collaboration. The presenter was Mikko Kaupinen, Finance Director at GE Healthcare in Helsinki. He told an interesting story about how GE Healthcare transformed an uninspiring campus site of outdated office buildings with lots of empty space into an innovation village. I made the recording with my phone, so the technical quality is not great, but hopefully you can hear most of Miko's interesting story. So um, I was wondering when I came to the panel discussion, and listened to that, I was wondering why the heck am I here? But I think the previous speaker there sort of alluded to what we're doing, uh, which is building a sort of platform, what we call an ecosystem, not just us, but other players in our industry, in our field, and uh, trying to create a buzz in real estate. So real estate, what I call facilities, think about the term facilities, it's about facilitating. And that's exactly how we look at it. Real estate for us as an owner is facilitating what we want to do in business. So talking about our, our ecosystem project, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you about where we came from, where are we now, and what do we want to achieve with this. Sorry. So um, the reality was in 2013 is that we had a lot of empty space on our, on our campus site, uh, which is four buildings plus a part of fifth. Plus we have some space in Kuopio as well in Finland. We had a lot of reorgs in the organization, so moving different activities abroad, uh, reducing space because of the reorgs, reducing people, of course. The buildings were from 60s, 80s, 90s mostly, um, which didn't really meet our sort of today's standards of how the building should look like, uh, and certainly didn't meet the expectations of let's say 25-year-olds coming from universities, which is what we wanted to hire. Um, the buildings were you know, created for um, the type of work that existed more in the 80s, which wasn't really collaborative. It wasn't fostering the kind of teamwork. Uh, it was more sort of offices or cubicles. Overall, I think on the site, and this is a bigger cultural change that I'll talk about, uh, it wasn't positive, it wasn't like, what are we doing here? Empty spaces created sort of like this negative feeling of like, well, whose space, whose department is going to be the next empty space? Um, and, and simply how I look at things, what are leading indicators? You know, you saw just depressed people, honestly. People weren't smiling, people weren't happy where they were. And people were more sort of inward looking, so looking at their own things or their own departments or their own silos rather than sort of looking at outside the community and outside like what are the opportunities. Um, all these vacancy signs all over in Vallila, 
few years ago, created this overall negative impression of the entire community, the entire neighborhood where we were. So clearly something had to be done. So a few pictures of like how the place looked like. So not very inspiring, uh, not a place where people wanted to come to. And we were trying to lease out the spaces in our buildings, and uh, this was our core strategy. And amazingly, it didn't work. <laughs> so um, I'm not talking about the bicycles because that's a new new thing we did uh, just very recently, and that's working really well actually. But, you know, those signs just simply don't do the trick. Uh, so we didn't really lease out. There were no papers, let's say like that. One or two per year for all of us. And uh, massage parlors and drug dealers. <laughs> which is good sometimes. Um, the change overall, so it wasn't just about changing the real estate. It was about creating a collaborative and open environment. Transforming the entire site. Uh, this is a big word, but it's really transforming. Moving to agile and fast working culture, so uh, different than the normal sort of working culture in Finland, I think. Um, create an experiment where uh, we deal a lot more with startups than we did before. Uh, and from this negative cycle, we not only wanted to stop the negative cycle, we wanted to actually stop it and create a positive cycle. So that was the need for change. And uh, being sort of Valvila, you know, uh, we look for inspiration and honestly sort of like thinking very thoroughly. So Suvilahti is one inspiration for us in terms of like you know, what very close to us and what you can do with old, old sort of locations. And everybody can say like, oh, it has to be an old huge factory from the 1800s, but we didn't think so. You know, we thought, you know, inspiration for us would be this new type of collaborative space where all the sort of imagination and all the innovation could actually come from. So um, what we decided to look at is, is how do we experiment with startups. So um, we looked very carefully in terms of what are startups actually looking for and what do we want. Because it's really a question of the match, business match, business logic. Does it help both? If it doesn't, if it helps one only, it's not going to continue for a long time. If it helps, you know, let's say GE, the startups are not going to be happy and they're not going to stay there for long. If it only helps startups, there's not going to be overall sort of long-term funding from GE to do that stuff. Then it's a non-profit activity, which we don't do. So the idea was to kind of look at what are the different needs and, and see like, you know, how do we actually, how do we from both sides, you know, uh, how do we match this? And then we had a vision of what we want to do in business. And, and this is really, and I won't go into detail because it's not a healthcare presentation, but this is something that we often show in terms of where we want to go. And here is where there's tons of room in this kind of scenario, and, and, and there's actually tons of help that we will need from an ecosystem and startups and other players to achieve this vision. So the point of this slide is just that we can't do it alone. So we needed help. So what kind of help? And, and that's where we thought, okay, well, talking about the ecosystem and talking about you know startups, how do they fit? We think there's a lot of room here where uh, they can play and have a very interesting business working with us. So <clears throat> then we decided to create a 
facility what we call Health Innovation Village, which is really a hub of the ecosystem. Ecosystem is a broad term, and I won't go into semantics, but it's of course much more than just the hub itself, you know, the real estate play of it. But you need something, you need something physical that you can show to people that sort of it clicks it, you know, it, it's the one that sort of like, it's the core where everything sort of like, you know, spirals out of. Um, so that's why we needed that. We needed to connect to current startup, you know, funnels basically. So all the universities, and all the entrepreneurial societies and what have you, all the different accelerators, incubators, etc. And we basically wanted to create an ecosystem around our own digital health program. Um, connection to customers, investors, etc. You know, that's what we wanted to do. Helping the startups is basically helping ourselves. And these are a few technology areas where we wanted to you know, look for partners, or look for startups basically to come. Um, so there's a lot, of, a lot of different sort of like sensor technologies that we're looking for. We know a lot of them. We don't do necessarily all of them because not everything, you know, is worthwhile for us to do. Uh, there's a lot of wireless knowledge in Finland, algorithms, analytics. You know, this is sort of like looking into the future of how healthcare is going to be. And um, we opened up Health, Health Innovation Village in June last year. So today is actually our first anniversary. Today is the birthday, if you will. So we'll have a raw cake. You know, celebration in the, in the village today, so very hipster stuff. And uh, then we opened up uh, a coffee house, so this is kind of like our creation of Starbucks inside our campus area. So only the residents can access, but all the coffee, all the specialty coffees, lattes, cappuccinos, what have you, all of it is for free, whether it's a startup or a GE person. And this is really about collaboration. The whole effort is to create a very sort of like low barrier place where people can actually have ad hoc discussions, because that's where we think we can foster the innovation. We opened up officially grand opening of the Health Innovation Village with the help of the Minister of the Economy, the Mayor, etc. And uh, that was in October. And uh, basically it was you know, giving the space sort of like, you know, an official Christianing, this is what, what it's going to be, and, and, and showing sort of like what the buzz can be. We had a lot of media attending, we created a lot of publicity, but mainly this was really the kickoff of the buzz, what I call it. So what's the, really the feeling? What do you want to create? So mainly it was a really fun party with a lot of cocktails, if you get my drift. Um, the, the whole thing has generated a lot of press coverage, and, and press is important. Not because we, it, it's about prestige, you know. We're a big company, we have, you know, people know us. It's more about, this is a, a way for us to engage the community. So when we get press about what we are doing, what the buzz is all about, other startups who haven't heard about us, they will hear through media and, and they'll see. So this is actually a very important activity that we do a lot. We do a lot of press, we do, I do this kind of speaking engagements, etc. You know, to, to, spread the word. And furthermore than just real estate, I'll, I'll show a couple of examples. So our own venture capital company that is really Silicon Valley based, very American, you know, never really invested in Finland and all that. We brought them as well to Slush with us. So making a big bang in Slush, bringing them in here, you know, and, and showing them what the ecosystem is about. So what I'm trying to say here is that, you know, it's much more than just 
purely sort of like setting up the location doing rental agreements. It's bringing everything. So you maybe saw in the list of startup needs, you saw that there was funding, first, second, third. Those are kind of like the key needs for startups. So that's why it's important that we connect also the funding component into it. And our own venture capital is, of course, very crucial there. And then we announced this big digital health program together with the Finnish government in January, um, so which is basically disrupting our own industry. We have a, about a billion dollar business uh, that we're attempting to disrupt ourselves. So taking what we have, big boxes, very sort of like heavy duty boxes for hospital surroundings, you know, very robust, always working, but very big, very clunky, a lot of cables. We're trying to take that to be wireless, to be wearable, to really sort of like go throughout the hospital, even home extending. So this is a huge change and we want to do it in three years, which is about half of our normal cycle of, of uh, innovation in this country. So it, it's a very ambitious target actually what we have. And then we had our new um, CEO for G Healthcare came for a visit in April. Now, to you, this may not seem like a big deal. I can tell you that the previous CEO was in the office for about six years before he came. This guy was in the office for six months, and he came to Finland. It shows that you know, what we're doing, our, our sort of like external marketing and external press is as important as the internal one. So we get all these big boys from, from GE very interested, and it, it's gotten a lot of you know, notoriety in GE, like why are we doing, why is LCD all of a sudden popping up in the map? And it's important for all these investments and getting the buzz going because we need the mothership engaged as well. So he was very clearly impressed and, and you know, we showed him not only what we do here at GE Healthcare in Helsinki, but we showed him really the whole ecosystem, the Health Innovation Village, and he spent time there talking to the startups. And so it, it, it shows sort of like the engagement that we have. The top management, all the way from the top, we're doing this, and we're doing it, we're owning the initiative. Alright, so going into where we are now. So we have a lot of, we have about 25 startups in one year that we've gotten into the, the village. Uh, it's really what we call the minimum viable product. It's our start uh, to create the ecosystem. We have some that very well fits into working together with GE and some others that don't. And that's part of the ecosystem. You need to, you need to tolerate the diversity much more than, than before. Okay, so um, so we have out of those 25, about seven or eight actually, right now it's eight startups that are dis discussing different kind of partnerships. Uh, some of them have led to contracts even. And, uh, and there's been a lot of positive funding rounds for the startup companies. And of course I'm not saying that the startups get funding because they're in the health innovation business, but it's, it's helping them. Working together with GE Healthcare helps them a lot too to get funding, positive funding decisions, whether it's from investors or techers or what have you. And plus, you know, this whole idea of ecosystem is showing that we have, you know, about a third of the companies are actually partnering up with GE Healthcare. That's important for us. And what we've done in the last year and a half is that 
everybody <coughs> talking about digital health. Everybody's talking about health technology right now, and not only in Finland, but elsewhere too. Um, our sort of first stage of the village is almost full. We have all the media attention we want, basically. We've established ourselves as a leader in the ecosystem and a player and a very sort of like open player. Uh, we have much more collaboration with the Finnish government than we did before. And we have a lot of ongoing discussions with international partners to actually also tap into this ecosystem and come here. So uh, in a way we help the Finnish government to do invest in Finland activity. And then, you know, we have uh, a lot of discussions going on, with, especially with Helsinki University and who's, you know, how can we partner more? So what's this ecosystem really about? And I think this is the key. I talked to you about the fact that there are no smiling faces and all that. That's the core indicator for me that stuff is working. Because I see, I see more young people, I see them more sort of being active, I, I see them being, you know, having fun, I see them you know, trying different things and all this stuff. So I, I keep on repeating this message in Finland, you know, there used to be a lot of fun in this country, you know, you go back 10 years even, you know, there was a lot of fun in this country. And I think today everybody's a little bit somber, everybody's a little bit depressed. What we wanted to create is this positive cycle that, you know, creating the sort of fun atmosphere, the more sort of like cool atmosphere, new, uh, modern, dynamic, is going to create opportunities, is going to create some, some innovation that we don't even know today. Okay, then looking at where, where we want to actually take this. So we have a platform now, but that's not where we, we are stopping. So we want to connect all the different players in you know, what we call the ecosystem. So our health innovation village is, is going to be the sort of platform or the center where the stuff can and the collaboration can happen, whether it's the hospitals, universities, you know, public organizations, you know, institutions, the startups, the consultants, the big companies, and all of that. So it's really a collaboration hub. So it's it's gaining momentum as we speak, but of course, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. And the other thing is what we I think we have created, and I'm, I'm not taking all the credit for myself on this one. I mean, we've had a lot of uh, you know, co-working together with other players in Valila, like SOK, for example, and the banks and all that. But I think, you know, where it came from two years ago that everybody was saying that Valila is a terrible place and empty space and it's it's dangerous and it's ugly and da da da. And all of a sudden I think, you know, we get this feeling that we saw that, hey, you know, it can be the sort of office extension of Kalliopas that has this sort of very organic feel and all of that. So that's what we see is Valila is really sort of gaining this sort of like reputation of like, hey, you know, that's a cool place to be actually, you know, there's something interesting happening in Valila. So that's something that I think, you know, at least the momentum has been created. And, you know, we're not alone. And, and that's why it's important to continue and, and keep on moving, you know, and, and, and all the time recreate and, and build on what you have because you know, already in GE, they're copying us. So uh, the next innovation village was opened up in Cardiff in Wales uh, just two months ago. So, and, and there's a lot of discussion about, like, you know, is this going to be an international network of the villages? Um, you may have seen, but, you know, like some of the big pharma companies are, because of us, putting a lot more effort into digital health in Finland as well. Uh, Nokia is trying to do in their new headquarters a little bit similar, but. Discussing with them in terms of how we can cooperate so very openly. 
And Samsung came into Finland supporting one accelerator, new accelerator that started. So it's key that you know others are coming into play. So what we what we have to do is basically you know you know put the stand for the leader, and uh, you know we gotta keep keep on moving and developing further, um, so we can actually actually continue being the leader. And uh, summary before we move to the video, uh, you know, clearly square meters are not enough. That shows in the sign outside, you know, vacancy sign. Uh, that doesn't work. It's about community. It's about atmosphere. People don't question the price even when you have an office. What I'm offering is ecosystem, not square meters. It's hard to beat that. Um, you know, it has been clearly a very successful experiment, uh, whether it's from a public relations point of view or even business point of view, it has been, you know, uh, very successful. But on top of it, it has the potential to really take it to the next level. And I think we've created in-house, and I think a little bit around us, we've created that positive cycle that we decided to, you know, attempt to create. And uh, and I think it's, you know, it's important to know that, you know, you create your own cultural change inside. But when you engage a larger community, it reinforces that. So when you create it externally, not just internally, you actually have a bigger impact internally than just trying to force it. Because when others around you, sort of, they, they tell your people, like, hey, it's a good thing, your people actually believe much better than you know, the bosses telling you the same story or same propaganda or whatever. I think you know, if you want to do this kind of thing, um, you know, and I encourage everyone to think about this kind of initiatives. But I, I, I do caution one thing. Please do not give it to a consultant. Okay? So if you don't own it, and this is the, if you will, the village is the brainchild of myself and our general manager. Us two really created the whole thing and we sort of took it forward. It's really the top management sort of like, you know, really, not only sponsorship, but owning it is really key. Otherwise, it doesn't have the business link. And it becomes external sort of initiative here and there, and it becomes more square meters than the boss we're talking about. It is a great tool for open innovation, so anyone who's interested in open innovation, this is really a great tool because we can organize hackathons and challenges, and we can engage a much larger community than we would otherwise. But it's important that when you start this kind of thing and you make promises to that you need to follow up on those. So walking the talk, so everybody can talk the talk. So it means that you know, like you just keep on, you know, saying promises that are empty promises. But if you don't follow up on those, if you don't execute on those promises, nothing, nothing will change, honestly. So it's really important that you follow up on those. And if you get sort of like negative feedback or any kind of feedback, you address those and quickly. <laughs>